I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You're listening to the Ball Street Podcast, the biggest podcast. Long, long Ball Street. Yeah, the Long Ball Street, the, the biggest football podcast in the UK. It's not the biggest. We're two episodes in. Club, sex cells. You've got to give me that. Lies don't. Okay, you're listening to the Ball Street Pod, the Long Ball Ball Street Podcast, the biggest podcast in the UK. Are you happy now? <laughs> Are you happy? Yeah. All right. Okay. What did we talk about this week, Matt? Um, we talked about what? Do we talk about or what do we? What doesn't matter. West Ham. Yeah, West Ham, uh, the, the last game at the hashtag farewell, the bowling. Bowling, yep. Big um, game there. Uh, Arsenal, we had a little bit of Arsenal Spurs going on, didn't we? Yeah, a little bit Who's of banter. Dele Alli or um, Ozil? Yeah. Harry Kane or Alexis Sanchez? Yep. So, obviously, Ozil and, and Kane. Ozil? <gasps> Ali and Kane. Well, Ozil Eddie probably is better than Ali. Admission. Uh, and we also, in, a, in the second half, much more interesting uh, for me, it was been able to talk to Robbie about the background of Arsenal Fan TV. Well, this is, uh, as football is, this is uh, uh, this podcast is a game of two halves. The first half's about what happens on the pitch. The second half is what happens off the pitch. Uh, and we've got a man like Robbie to tell us about, you know, how he's, how he's managed to create this great thing, Arsenal Fan TV. So, uh, enjoy. Enjoy. The Long Hello and welcome to the Long Ball Street Podcast today. I'm joined once again by my co-host, I'm going to call you from now on, Matt Wilson. Hello, mate. How you doing? Who isn't here? Stu's not here. <laughs> One episode. I know. He lasted. He's like, yeah, I'll be here every single week. And what's happened? I don't know. I don't even know where he is. I haven't seen him all day. Work, working from home. Oh, yeah, that old chestnut. Yeah, uh, we've got a master uh, editor, actually, involved in Bull Street. Uh, Engineer Al also come up with a jingle you just heard. Very proud of it. We're here with Robbie from Arsenal Fan TV. How you doing? I can't even say the first part of that <laughs> thing about Bible. I like the way you said it. I like the, it's a nice ring. Well, I'm professional. Say it again. No. <laughs> also known as Crucial Robbie. Crucial Robbie. Also, also known as a man like Robbie. Yeah. Man like Robbie. You've you started a new YouTube channel, haven't you? Yeah, Man Like Robbie. Tell us about it. It's just um, a channel where I talk all about football, like all football, not just Arsenal. So, you mean that there's more to, f- for, there to is life actually, than Arsenal? Yeah, I, I kind of discovered that there is a bit more to life than Arsenal sometimes. That. I mean, so, no, but people have been asking me to, to 
talk about other football clubs and do other football stuff for quite a while. So yeah, um, I had the idea for a little while, so just thought we'd execute it now. And uh, so, to be fair, it is it's pretty it's pretty good. It's pretty. Oh, it's coming from you, I really appreciate. Look, it. Look, it's easier to talk to you when it ain't about Arsenal. <laughs> to be honest. You can actually talk to me on that one on, yeah. on a level. Yeah, we can. Uh, what have you been up to, to this week, Matt? Um, God, I was just about to ask you the same thing. Um, working hard, but I've had a. Um, the Foxes have been giving it large, haven't they? And I don't just mean Leicester. Uh, you know, obviously, Scrappy well. You both met Scrappy. Yeah. That's my dog. Yeah. Um, and he's got a brother, Sonny Jim, which is my girlfriend's <laughs> dog. And it's quite shocking because last night I was, I was walking um, the dogs and they're quite, they're both very small. Both kittens trapped in, um, trapped in, in the, the whatever. They think that they're lions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're whatever, trapped in the body of, Fucking hell. Lions. Kittens yeah. of lions. Yeah. Tigers. And but but we were kind of um intimidated on our walk home last night and this fox this fox was um ultimately riding high on the success of Jamie Vardy and was was was, was trying to kill us. It's a fox now, isn't it? <laughs> it? They wouldn't even um it wouldn't even back off. Mate, these two dogs, they're like the Mitchell brothers, so they're yappy and they're violent. They go up to all kinds of dogs in the park, staffs, and they intimidate them. This fox was not bothered. There was me and these two dogs. I even turned around and went, rah, and gave a really menacing one of those. And, and the fox just kept coming forward, like with its eyes trained. So I had to drag them in the house, and, um, and it was literally stood. But it, it honestly escorted us to our door. Oh was st- stood in the street staring at us wow. as if to say, this is my yard. <laughs> and, uh, and I had to put the dogs in so I didn't lose them and then go out and uh, with an umbrella to uh, take control of the streets. That is, <laughs> that, that, that is exactly like Leicester fans at the moment. That <laughs> fox sounds like Wes Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Captain Morgan. Um, I've, I've been in Amsterdam this week. You can smell it. Oh, yeah, I, can feel, I, I do feel a little bit jaded today. And I, had, I did work hard. Uh, enjoying myself in the last six days, so uh, <laughs> you worked hard. But yeah. I was—I happened to catch capture uh, Ajax's just c- capitulation, of course, because it was the final day of the season in the Eredivisie. Er- 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 yeah. yeah, and uh, they had to win, and PSV had to better their score by something like nine goals. Mm. So all they had to do was win, mm. and they draw, and PSV mm. won three-one. Remind, remind you of anyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry, I couldn't a- resist it. Absolutely. Look, I mean, the parallels between Tottenham and Ajax on that, on that day were palpable. What, what was the um, what was the environment? Were you out and about when this was going on? Yeah. So I was on a place called Rembrandt. Rembrandt Spine. That's it. Yeah. And uh, it was so very busy. Smoke bombs going off. Police oh, wow. everywhere. Very good jovial atmosphere. Very very happy. Uh, until the game started and I was watching the same game you know I was watching Spurs and Southampton mm. and us fall apart against them and then at the same time just out, out down the street Ajax are, are, are drawing at home and conceding the league title and I've never seen the tone and, 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 and feel of entire city just change because it's not like in yeah. England every city's got a couple of clubs more or less yeah yeah it's Ajax of Amsterdam, and that's it. You know what I mean? And and, and it just it was horrible. The atmosphere afterwards. There was people fighting. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. It was bad. Oh wow. But I was trying to get some stuff for Ball Street, but you don't stick your camera in the face of someone who's. I mean, Robbie, mm. you probably would be a bit braver than me. That <laughs> sounds lazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't up. For that. Can I also pillow, uh, to bring up as well? Because we obviously did the first pod last week, and Flav left on his way to Amsterdam, saying, "Yeah, don't worry, I'll get this up. It'll all be sorted out." <laughs> it was never, never heard from him again <laughs> that's not true I, it was up 
And and yeah. Just on that Ajax thing, right? right, um, Just about about to plug to subscribe it, Robin. Kill me now. No, but you know, the the Ajax thing, I was just hearing that they they actually had a bus, didn't they? All prepared. Prepared and painted up with champions on the side. They would have had to. And uh, they they got a picture of that to the PSV guys, and they had a right laugh about that. But yeah, sorry to. No, no, he's he's cool, man. And I I guess it would have been nice, I think, obviously, uh, with Cruyff uh, passing of late, it would have been. Um, really nice for them to have won that. So it would have been romantic, and, and a great party for you, mate, as oh, well. Mate, I was, yeah, I was gutted. I was, more, I was more gutted because Spurs man, managing to mess it all up against again. But yeah, it would have been really nice to share in that celebration with the Ajax fans. Um, so I guess it, on today's um, podcast, this is going to be in two parts, isn't it? Because um, there's yeah. the, um, it's probably worth us saying. First part, <coughs> two halves, game of two halves. Yep. We've heard that before. Um, the first part of it is going to be about on the pitch. So it's going to be talking to our, our guest, Robbie, uh, about Arsenal and about a few of the bits on the pitch. Um, and West Ham as well. And West Ham as well, yeah, that was beautiful. Uh, and then I think the second half of the podcast, we're going to start to talk a little bit more about, you know, both of you actually as uh, as guys and, and almost the man behind the Fighting Cop podcast and Arsenal Fan TV because I think a lot of people see that front end, they see the video content, but actually I think it's really interesting stories about what goes on behind the scenes and you know what goes into producing something like that that's enjoyed by so many people. I had uh, a different idea of who Robbie was before meeting him and I definitely had a different idea about how Arsenal Fan TV was before meeting Robbie, so it's, it, is, it is very interesting and uh, you know it should be a good listen in the second half. Yeah, so, so keep tuned for that. Um, so yeah, I, I think you were saying, weren't you, Flav? So West Ham, did yeah. you watch it? Everyone watched it last oh, night. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. What do you think, Robbie? What? I thought it was an amazing game. I really, I must say, I really enjoyed that game. It was like an old school game. It's a bit like, you know, I, I, this I'm not doing this deliberately, but I really enjoyed your game last week as well against um, Tottenham <laughs> Chelsea. Because, can't help himself, can he? <laughs> have a day off, Robbie. And, and then the game last night because the it just reminded me of how games used to be. The atmosphere. Yeah. You know the, the the intensity. It was a know, real throwback. Yeah, experience. yeah, yeah, and it was a brilliant, brilliant game, and it kind of worked out perfectly for West Ham as well, with them coming back and everything. And um, yeah, no, it was, it was a great game. Really enjoyed it. And it was the more than the game. There was the last game, last match ever to be played at the Bowling. Yeah, yeah. You've been there with Arsenal a few times. Yeah, I've been there a lot. Been there a load of nasty, times. Nasty, nasty little ground. <laughs> I know. You know what? When a lot of times when there was a. Talking about how great yeah. uh, the bowling was, I was like, "Is that the same place I used to go?" It's all right if you're a West Ham fan. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible if you're. A West Ham. I mean, when you used to go there back in the day, you took your life in your hands, especially as a black supporter as well. I'm not, you know, it used to be a hairy place to go to. Um, in recent years, though, no, it's, it's not like that no more. Um, and you know, it's it's one of them old school grounds that you we, we will miss it. We will miss it, but if you if you've been there, you can see that it is time for them to to move on from there and to go somewhere else because you know it's it's getting it's quite a small ground now for what they're trying to do, etc. But I've yeah. never been to uh, to Upton Park, um, mm. as I like to call it. Um, but I have been to Millwall, which was fucking terrifying. Uh, sorry <laughs> to swear, but that's how terrifying it was. And actually, Flav, um, God, do you know what I went to that? As it was years ago, it must have been about. 2002 or something, a mate of mine, Spurs fan. I was, the pre season friendly. Yeah. yeah. And my mate's like, oh, do you want to come to the footy today? I was like, yeah, why not? It's a nice <laughs> day. Who's playing? Spurs Millwall. I'm like, uh. it's like, oh, come on, I've got a free ticket for you, no problem. Yeah, all right, cool, went there. 
on the way I'm like oh, I thought we were going to Northland he's like I oh, know it's at Millwall I'm like <laughs> okay and then and I was very casual I was a bit hungover but we, we were in the bloody home end oh, so I'm with God. six Spurs fans sitting <laughs> in the home end at Millwall and when I got there there's a huge firm outside yeah. and all through the game and I was the one that was sitting next to the um, the Millwall fans you know so I was at the end Bush of our Rackers. line yeah, yeah. And, and, and all you can hear is that you'll never make the station <laughs> you'll never make the station and I'm starting I'm not going to make the station it's a terrifying place it was yeah. but, and, and I imagine uh, West Ham's a little bit you know like that for Tottenham yes. fans I mean Arsenal and West Ham don't like each other but for to- Tottenham and West Ham it's, it's, it's something else like it, it's uh, I wouldn't say fear because I'm I'm a hard bastard, so I'm not scared of anything. But apart from that, if any normal human being would be terrified. Nobody it, likes you, lot, do they? No, nah, everyone hates us. West Ham hate you. We hate you. Let, let's bring this back. Chelsea hate you. Leeds hate you. Yeah, Leeds hate us. Um, Leeds as well. Leeds. Everyone hates Tottenham. Yeah, Leeds. I, I quite like Tottenham. Just Thank to put it out there. Cheers. Uh, thanks. Um, let's go back to the bowling because it is, is the last yeah. time uh, they're going to play there. There's massive celebrations in, inside the ground and after mm. it and the atmosphere was amazing and obviously the players talked about how how special the atmosphere was before the game obviously we can't ignore the fact that there was mm. the United bus getting pelted with bottles oh. um, which I think is important to discuss what, what, what's your take on yeah. that? I felt, I felt really sorry for the sort of proper West Ham fans and the organisers and that that it sort of got marred by that because to me it looked like obviously it's just some drunken idiots, really. Yeah. That have just, you know, just gone over the top. And I was also looking and thinking, where were the old Bill? Well, I couldn't see much police there. And I spoke to somebody who's who's there, and they said that there was hardly any police around that sort of area, police in that. And you know, they, surely they would have known that there's going to be loads of fans who ain't going to have tickets to get into the game that are going to turn up. Yeah. So, but it, listen, even without, you know, it's not. Police shouldn't really be late, be blamed. I suppose well, people got to have self control, haven't they? Nicky, I mean, Nick, we spoke to Nicky from Arsenal fan, uh, West Ham fan TV. Yeah. Um, uh, the West Ham fan TV is part of the Ball Street Network, and uh, and we we were speaking to him and asking him about the time. And there was actually about apparently he said about forty or fifty West Ham boys, so mm. faces down there who don't necessarily have an affinity with the police at all, who were standing almost with the police and telling people to calm down, stop throwing yeah. bottles. Because I think what they realised was is that this wasn't an occasion to fight at football. Exactly. This was an occasion to celebrate the closing of, of what was a cathedral to them. And, yeah, um, yeah it was a shame. Yeah, I think those, you know, you've got, obviously you've got fans, they've been there all day drinking, drinking unfortunately, yeah. and it just got the better of them. And I, I really felt sorry, I, you know, because it did take away, you know, you saw the papers today, a lot of them went with that story instead of the the story of the actual ground closing yeah, the, down, which the, was a real shame. The papers always do, though, don't they? They love that. And I, and I don't want to trivialise something like that because it's quite violent, but the United players, judging by the, the little videos that I saw, yeah, having yeah. A, you know, we're almost quite chilled out about it. Um, but and, I, and you obviously can't trivialise anything like that. It's always something that's happened quite a lot, isn't it? The old coach windows getting a bottle or... I don't or really see that as much it, nowadays, it, though. It, it's obviously unacceptable, mm. it's not cool... But um, it wasn't the story of the evening. No, it was a great. And what I loved about it is is hearing um, anthem for blowing bubbles because there's a few anthems in football. Mm. Um, you know, you'll never walk alone. There's that. There's Sheffield United have got an amazing one. Birmingham have got an amazing one. I hate to say, it, but Leeds is marching on together. 
there's some amazing anthems in in the game and when you hear them sung loud and proud by the whole mm. stadium you know as kickoffs happening there's no better sight than that and mm. that, that was one of those that makes the old hairs yeah. stand up and it's the kind of game that I think we all fell in love with that kind of occasion isn't it yeah absolutely um, you, you, you didn't mention how we went to Spurs but that's a big anthem as well but <laughs> well, no, you're right say, do, do you guys have actual anthem I know you've got lots we've of songs, got songs that we've nicked off other people that's, <laughs> that's all we've got uh, uh, Spurs' anthems Glory Glory Hallelujah um, which was stolen by Man, uh, Man, Man United we, we've got an individual anthem oh go on um, you know no one's going to ask it because no one cares about this field because that's how, how oh, it is no, I do we, we've I got do. one called Smile a While it's quite a long one. <laughs> is it? uh, it's quite long. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of, I am up for singing it, but I'd maybe rather do it as a. It's long. It's okay. dull. I tell you what. If what we, we get requests, maybe then I'll do it one week. <laughs> All right, request. Um, send us in your request. Make Matt sing the Huddersfield at, at, at anthem. I think everyone will enjoy that. We could stick it on the end of the pod, actually. Okay. We'll find the recording. We'll find a way. We'll find. Yeah. It. It's a beautiful song, but yeah, it uh, builds, spills nicely. We're letting people behind the curtain a little bit, but yeah. that is an interesting way to end <laughs> each pop, is that anthem from, from different clubs around yeah. Britain. There you go. Mm. Um, yeah, so uh, also the last part, the, uh, the, 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 the kind of the send-off that the club organised, that Sky Sports were allowed in, hosted by Ben Shepherd, fireworks, dry ice... Smoke. It was, like, it was like X Factor or it something. It was exactly like that. That's what exactly what I looked like. And I'm thinking, this is not right. This, yeah. this uh, uh, one of the most grassroots traditional football clubs in Great Britain, to, to, for that to be their send-off, was, mm. it, was, it left a bit of taste for me. It's kind of gone a bit like that at the moment, though, hasn't it? Like, football's a little bit marketing and social media and stunting, yeah. a little bit obsessed with making mm. oh it's an occasion so we need to do all this theatrics and really kind of milk it for everything it's worth but I, that stuff's not what people are going to remember I wanted to see the fans yeah the, fan, the, 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 the lights on the fans were turned down mm. so that we could see Ben Shepherd properly and I know Ben <laughs> Shepherd's a West Ham fan and that's fine right. and they've got someone who is good and safe at presenting mm. and that's what it was about but I wanted to see what the fans were I wanted to see tears yeah. in old men's faces yeah in the stands, that's what I wanted yeah, to see. They did bring out some fans, to be fair, didn't they? They brought out, put the spotlight on a few. But yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. You're, think, you are right. I think I was in the bath at that point. But, uh, <laughs> I'd like to see the. Uh, is the the post match pint up yet? Yeah, on yeah, uh, yeah, on West Ham fans. So any, anyone that's listening to this, check out the uh, West Ham fan TV. Uh, great set of lads, proper old school West Ham fans, uh, mm. and, and they have this uh, great fe- great feature they do every week called post match pint, where where they get. You don't need to explain that, actually, do you? Actually, watch, watch mm. the, the Swansea one when they got beat 4-1. That, that, that was hilarious. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I would, so have to, uh, I would have loved to have seen uh, Ryan. Um, he's one of the lads on West Ham Fan TV last night. Because I remember when, when we did a video with them um, inside the bowling um, when Arsenal played. And he was in there. And I tell you, tears were nearly coming to his eyes then. Oh, really? yeah. For him just being inside the stadium. He's such a passionate... Um, West Ham fan here that, that would have been unbelievable to see him last night I saw him on Monday actually and I said to him if somebody gave you 50 grand for your ticket would you take it and he said no he was adamant and wow. I kind of believe him as well yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> I think, but that's what I love about our uh, our our squad our bunch of people it's all proper fans and people that have supported it for years and, yeah, and continue to go and, and that's what's beautiful they're the perfect people to help provide a window into to what's actually happening at a club and how people mm. feel. Um, it's but it is it is a, it's a sad thing to see bowling go because we're in a, a time in football where football stadiums are becoming these kind of um, 
kind of insipid bowls. I know people rave about uh, your your stadium, Arsenal's, the Emirates. Um, but the fact is that there's an identical stadium at Benfica, mm. same d- design. Spurs are going to have this in- enclosed bowl. You know, and, and there's, there's something about that iconic old ground that's only going to exist in lower league football. And it's a sad thing that Bowden's going. And, and, yeah, well, you yeah. say that, but there's a lot of this identical yeah. stadiums in, in lower leagues. You know, I, we've got a, yeah. a stadium that's pretty similar to the Reebok, yeah. the bottom one, if it's still called that. Mm. Um, we had it first, and then they've got one that's quite similar to that. But man, the old school grounds where you yeah, had so much character, didn't they? The, the stands, and yeah, yeah. It, it is a shame. I'm sure it'll be a nice place that where they're going to. But yeah, okay. Uh, so let's move on to. Your lot, Arsenal. <laughs> How is the the feeling at the moment around around your football? Because there's, there's been the been protests a couple of weeks ago, mm. lot of lot of whinging, <laughs> lot, 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 of, lot of upset at finishing mm. third or second, as it may be. <laughs> and anyway, what, uh, how, how are you feeling currently, Robbie, about your team and your squad? Do you know, do you know what? For the first time in a really really long time, I, I kind of feel like I just want the season to end. And just like you know, just so that we can just get back to, you know, getting our thoughts on football because you're right. There has been a lot of uh, whinging, infighting, first world um, problems. <laughs> well, football is a first world problem. I mean, you know, people are just, um, you know, there is literally almost like two factions at the moment at Arsenal. One faction that you know feel that it's time for the manager to go. Um, and another faction that are like, no, just let's just get behind the team no matter what. Um, and which one are you in, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> and I knew that was coming as we, well. We had some questions sent in, and one of them was, yeah. can you get off the fence? Please? Let's hear it, Robbie. <laughs> and I said, I'm going to do a video on Arsenal Fan TV actually next week where I reveal that and sort of speak a bit about how I feel about it. But um, the main thing I'd like to say is that I, I really want fans now to just like start getting back behind the team. Because you know, no matter what, no matter how we feel about it, Arsene Wenger is not leaving. He's not going to leave. He's got one year left on his contract. I mean, I would be shocked if he left. I know for sure that the board—they're not going to sack him. They'd be crazy if they did, because if they did sack Arsene Wenger, he's been like a shield that's deflected away a lot of the attention that goes that should be on them. Um, so why would they get rid of that shield? So you know, and plus as well, I feel that they probably look on it and think that he's earned a right for what he's done for the club over the years to go when he when he wants to go. So if he's not going to go and he's going to be there for another year, I feel that you know it's time now to start getting back behind the team. He made a lot of mistakes last year, um, particularly in the summer when he didn't sign an outfield player, I personally think that that cost us the title. Because if you look at Arsenal this season, our problem's been the biggest... Defending has been a problem more towards the end of the season, but the biggest problem's been scoring goals. Right? Is it that or is it your metal? (laughs) Metal comes into it, but I think the biggest problem has been at home, where we've always been strong... Scoring goals, another area we've been always been strong. We've had games this week where we've we've had games this year where we've put we've had like twenty odd chances on a regular basis at home mm. and drawn the game nil nil one one things but like that's that. That's a bit about metal as well. That killer instinct that 
That. But that's that's when you need that world class striker. And to, I you do know, agree with that. You know, if you look at if you look at Spurs, um, they've got Harry Kane. He's banged in over twenty odd goals. If you look at um, Leicester, Vardy over twenty odd goals. Manchester City, Aguero over twenty odd goals. In our team, we've had nobody who's got over twenty odd goals. I'd love our to top see goal scorers like fourteen, fifteen goals. So I'd love you know, to see a chart that compares the goals to selfies ratio <laughs> and, and examines that because uh, well, selfies mean, ratio is high <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of, of kind of social media the, we're going back to the protest a little bit mm. did uh, when, on social media it looks like a lot of people want Wenger out inside the ground seeing those protests on 12 and 78 minutes it, they look like they were in the minority yeah, I, I, and they were. They were in the minority. Um, you know, social media is a place, you know, you, you know, I've said this for a long time, that you can see something on Twitter and it looks like it's, you know, everybody. Mm. So we, we've had things before where people on Twitter have been going hard on me and I'm thinking, wow, okay. And then I go to a game and the amount of support we get off of people, I think, actually, you know what, Twitter, what, what was I worried yeah. about? He's a, you know, it can be very deceptive, things like yeah. uh, Twitter. Um, I think also, with that whole protest thing, there's a lot of fans, mm. I'd say majority of fans, majority of fans that were unhappy with Arsene Wenger this year, without a doubt. Um, and if you, sent, if you went up to a lot of fans and you said, do you think it's time for Arsene Wenger to go? And... You know, a few weeks ago, if you'd have run a poll, probably you would have got like 70-80% of people say yes. Yeah. But if you then changed that poll and you said, right, do you think Arsene Wenger should be sacked? I then think it then goes the other way. Only about 20-30% of people would say yes. The majority of people do not want to see Arsene Wenger sacked. They're like, I feel it might be time for him to go, but mm. this guy, as I said before, he's earned a right not to be sacked for all he's done for this club. So I think that's one of the, the, the reasons why that whole protest really failed because people don't want to see Wenger hounded out. They don't want to see him fired. That's my, my personal opinion. The majority of fans do not Kind of like a lack of respect to, to go out that way. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they want yeah, it to yeah. Be, I mean, sort of let go of decency. Yeah, of. They, don't, they don't want to see like you know a manager that's done so much for Arsenal but isn't like you know, having be, banners and flags saying, you know, it, it, thanks for the memories, but it's now it's time to go and that kind of thing in, in Arsenal we rust, that kind of thing. <laughs> so, you know, that's, you know, people, they, they, don't, they don't want to see that. Do, the majority of fans don't want to see that. Mm. They don't want to see that. They'd be like, you know, it's just really disrespectful to a guy who's done so much for the club. That's why I feel, you know, because, you know, it's definitely when you spoke to a lot of fans this year, there are a lot of fed up, frustrated fans who are like, you know what, oh, come on, well, you know, it's the same thing again every year. And they saw it as, you know, down to Arsene Wenger. Yeah. Um, obviously, this, this weekend, we've got a, a major weekend of football, the last weekend, isn't it? Um, yeah. And I don't think there's ever been a situation where, I <laughs> oh, know, I think it actually was Lasagna Gate the last time we were in this situation. <laughs> I remember so Lasagna well, Gate, that was brilliant. Well, it wasn't brilliant. It was, uh, that's, that's cruel of you. But um, we, uh, you're going into the last game. Spurs, two points ahead of you, similar to that season, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, we need a draw to, to finish above Arsenal. Uh, how do you feel it's going to go? Do you think you're going to topple us again? Oh, 
you know what you've got you see the thing is about it is it's really hard to Rob I think uh, we're, we're live on Periscope currently. Are you live on Periscope? Yeah. I retweeted that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're joining us uh, live on Periscope. There's not many of you yet, but uh, hopefully there'll be some more, because I think Rob's going to retweet it live. Rob, is that what's that? I mean? just retweeted it, yep. Just retweeted it. it. So there should be, uh, yeah, there should be more kind of coming in now. Um, look, if you're, if you're watching this on Periscope, which you are, uh, then you're also listening to this maybe on the podcast, so... If you could, um, yeah, check out the podcast. Look out for uh, for that on iTunes. Uh, equally, if you're listening to this, make sure you follow us on Twitter, etc., uh, and, and you get this kind of conversation. But we've obviously joined here by um, Flav, Fighting Cock. Yep. We've got um, Man Like Robbie. Um, <laughs> we're going to be give you the opportunity to ask a couple of questions. I'm just going to get them started off, though. Uh, boys, it's... Obviously, with you both in here, we can't not ask a couple of silly questions. Go on. Um, like, um, Deli Alley versus Ozil. Who's the best? Who, who's right. the best, be honest? Like you said, here's a bit of a silly question, isn't it? I mean, you know, it's Ozil, wasn't it? No, it's not. I mean, yeah, I have to say that because I'd never want... I, I, I'd, I'd worry about his, uh, his, his... This is really stupid. <laughs> it's really hard. <laughs> because Deli Alley is a, is a young... Prospect Ozil's the complete article, but I love Deli Ali. I'd want players like him playing for my football team. You he's know, a good. Listen, he's, he, a, he's he, good. When he talked about um, when he talked about playing for Arsenal, he said he'd rather retire. To uh, <laughs> it was on Copper ninety. He, he said that. Sol Campbell used to say that as well. He didn't. <laughs> he never said that. <laughs> but yeah, look, to be fair, he's a, he's a very very good player. He's had a great season. Um, to come in in his first season in the Premier League, coming from League One, it's been absolutely. It's just as good as a story as like a um, Vardy and that. So yeah, yeah. It's incredible, but he's not in the same league yet as a Mesut Ozil. No way. But didn't the Premier League team of the year they voted Ali in front of Ozil? So your your opinion yeah, is valid, but just not right. Yeah, they voted him in. They voted him in in the team of the year, but you know, so what. Matt, it doesn't we, mean he's a better player, does it? Should we do the next one, Matt? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, let's... Uh, uh, guys, if you've got any questions for these two, we can uh, uh, ask them now. But I do have one that's come through, which has been asked a couple of times, which is, Robbie, when are you getting your money from the full-time Devils? <laughs> well, you know what? I, um, I saw a tweet from, um, I think it's Steve Housen, who's one of the full-time Devils guys, saying that uh, he's going to donate the £100 to the... Tottenham, the Spurs Foundation. Tottenham Foundation, yeah. Which he, he's trying to be very funny by doing that. But listen, you know what? As far as I'm concerned, a charity is a charity. For people that don't know, listen to the pod. What what what, what are you talking about? Right. So basically, we we had a, a bet. Um, I interviewed them after a game when uh, when Arsenal beat Manchester United three nil. Um, they were really upset, and they he said to me that he felt that. Um, Manchester United will definitely finish above Arsenal he bet me £100 and then Adam McCollo who's another presenter on Full Time Devils he said he'll put £1,000 on it that Manchester United will finish above Arsenal I said okay and of course well we all know what happened right so uh, Steve Housen said he's going to donate his £100 to the Spurs Foundation which I personally don't mind a charity is a charity I'm hoping that Adam's also going to donate his £1,000. If £1,100 goes to the Spurs Foundation and it's a charitable organisation, 
listen, when mm. if he was donating it to Spurs football team, I wouldn't be happy. But <laughs> if he's donating it to a charity in Spurs, you know what? I used to work in Tottenham. I know that around there they, they, they do some good work. That's brilliant. Well done to you. I'm hoping that Adam's made his £1,000 donation as well. We'll see. We'll see. So, uh, look, if you thanks for watching on Periscope. Uh, we've got some more to talk about with these guys, including some of this stuff. Um, so, if you're watching, uh, check out the podcast. It'll be on iTunes, is that right, Flav? Yep, it will be. You guys find it by typing in Long Ball Street or Ball Street, you'll find it. And subscribe. And leave reviews if, if they're good. Don't leave bad reviews. Nice. All right, guys. Well, that's, uh, that's the end of... Uh, Periscope, if I can turn it off. <laughs> I don't know how to turn it off. Yeah, so Robbie, you were saying... There we go. You were saying, uh, how, how do you feel this weekend's going to go? Oh, I think you can lot... Can you call it? I think you lot are going to survive it. I think you're going to survive it. Because, because, they could be relegated. Yeah, and, and, then, and then and then the thing is, Newcastle, they've been so shocking, um, you can't really rely on them. So mm. I think you'll survive it. Um, but if you don't, it'd be really funny. After all this, oh, the, the season that you've had your best ever yeah. in the Premier League and you still finish below us. I mean, you know what? I weren't really that focused on it. I mean, I, I know it bad. Yeah, you weren't that focused on it. No, no, no. But you know what? Our season's been right. so poor that like, it's even not even that is going to mean much. But what it is, I, I met some Spurs fans on Monday and I met even a Spurs fan today. And they're so worried about it that now all of a sudden I'm excited about it. <laughs> but Robbie, look, I, I can't tell you how stressed I am over this game of the weekend. I, I've never. This is more important than the game against Chelsea. This is more important than than beating Leicester to the league. Like, more I don't. I'm not even bothered that we didn't win the league. I'm like over it, well over it. I will never get over Arsenal finishing above us it again. It feels like if you don't do it this time, then yeah. you may as well just stop football. I, I may as well resign. Yeah. Right? Just this, forget right, it. Here, here it is. Over. I'm going to put my pledge. Because the Spurs will let me down. Um, oh, mate. Again. Uh, it's horrendous. So, so, okay. So, moving on. And uh, Harry Kane or... Alexis Sanchez who because they're both great and they're both slightly different obviously mm. but if you could have one of them that was at your club forever now who would you choose and I'll start with you Flav I fully appreciate how good Alexis Sanchez is by far and away I think he's miles better than Ozil in his contributions to the team his work rate's amazing his quality is is superb um, he, he is a world class footballer but Harry Kane is Tottenham through and through it belongs to belongs to us, and we, no, and, we uh, and we belong to to him. He belong he belongs to you. Yeah, we belong together. together. <laughs> That's it. It's the new Spurs anthem, <laughs> and I wouldn't change that for the the best player in the world. Okay, before you answer, Rob, I'd just like to. Uh, he belongs to them. I would just like to oh, remind God, you of the um, of what you were saying earlier about your biggest problem this year being not scoring enough goals. Uh, and the fact that obviously the boy Kane knows where the back of the net is. Mm. So, knowing that and knows knowing what's caused you problems this year, who would you rather have at your club forever as a player, Harry Kane or Alexis Sanchez? Alexis Sanchez. <laughs> I don't because believe it. You can't no, buy another goal scorer. He's not the only um, player in the world that scores goals. And I just think as an all-round footballer. Alexis Sanchez is better he's, he's the, one of the most exciting players you know to watch in the Premier League um, I think he's had a, a bit of a mixed season a lot of that's to do with the fact that he he basically had no pre-season he was completely whacked when he came back from the Copa America 
which they won so two for the first time. Well, he, That's what he did. who's he playing for? Mexico. No, no. <laughs> Harry Kane. Where did he come back from? What he did he do? He had to play the under 21s in terms Oh, come on, man. It's not no, the same did, thing. He didn't score for 14 games. Listen, the they, they, and still tops the goal scorers. Listen, yeah, they, went through, they went through um, the Copa America. They won it. Yeah. They got right to the final, playing at altitude and all Do you reckon that was why Paulinho was so pos- terrible at Tottenham? Because he played in the Copa America. <laughs> Possibly. Before joining them. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Listen, I, and I, I, I do rate Harry Kane. I, you know, I, just, I, I really, really rate him highly. He's, he is an excellent player. And you know what? I'll be backing him when England play. Mm. Hoping that, that he, you know, hoping he does well. Not too many goals, <laughs> more assists. Hey, listen, I want England to do well. So you know, what I mean, I want Deli Ali and I want um, Harry Kane to do well for England. I just don't want him to do well for Tottenham. That's yeah. all. Now that's fair, and I mean, I'll be honest. I've, I did think that. Uh, well, you know that you're never going to answer what I want you to answer <laughs> on that one. Um, and it's a, uh, and you two are never going to agree, you know, especially when it comes to uh, certain things like anything to do with each other's clubs. Can I ask you uh, w- one more question? All right. So if there was, you've each got this scenario, okay? <laughs> Here we go. Um, it's made up. It's a bit silly, and it probably won't work. So we might have to erase this. But <laughs> say you're sitting there, right, and you've got a cannon, okay? Yep. And out there, there's two boats, and this cannon will point at one of these two boats, right? And one boat is Chelsea Football Club, and in the other boat is Tottenham, yeah, or vice versa, you know what I mean? So, Robbie's looking at a boat that's got Chelsea and Spurs, you're looking at an option of Chelsea and and Arsenal, and you can only blow up one of these, and if you don't blow up either of them, you can't blow up both, you can't blow up none of them, because otherwise, You've you've got to blow one up. Who are you actually going to blow up and why? Arsenal, all day. All day. The minute Arsenal cease to exist, I'll be I'll, that'll make me a happy man and I can rest easily. Well, if I had the option just to press the button and make it happen, then show me the cannon. <laughs> show me the cannon. <laughs> the irony of being a cannon and uh, the gunners. I, I wasn't lost on me. I thought there was going to be a chicken on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Robert. And is it the same for you? I'd actually blow up the Chelsea one because really? then we're guaranteed to always win the league if, or do better than them because they're never going to really challenge us. Oh. So I don't mind them being there. You know what I mean? They could be Robbie, there. I'd blow up. The Chelsea one's more threatening because the Chelsea <laughs> one... <laughs> Chelsea was more threatening. The Chelsea one could actually win the league. The Chelsea one can because they things themselves. Yeah, they can what? win things. So if I can get rid of Chelsea and destroy that, that's wow. more beneficial for me because the Tottenham one we can deal with that. I mean, that's 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 like, insulting. <laughs> that is insulting. That is insulting. <laughs> He's done you now. My, no, he hasn't. My, I've got a vein pulsing in the side of my head. Uh, things change in football. Every dog has his day. You know this, Robbie. Yeah. You've seen enough football. You, you've seen how bad Chelsea have been in the past. You've seen how Man United have mm. gone from nothing. To being great, to it nothing could be again. it could be West Ham's time. You know, what I mean, well, moving whatever, to the stadium, whatever. 60, what I'm saying is, is your, the, the threat is on your doorstep now, yeah. right? And you're pointing the cannon over in West London. The, the threat's threat. right here. Deal <laughs> with the, the threat here. Where's the threat's on whose doorstep? What? What are you lot? The, yeah. th- the threat, actually, just to pull it all together, the threat is on my doorstep. It's a fox, but I'm going to tell Scrappy. <laughs> I'm going to tell Scrappy that Uncle Flav said every dog has its day. I yeah. think. I think. <laughs> I think. No, I think the. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Phrase on you, you know... You guys have had your best ever Premier League season, and you didn't win the Premier League, right? And you know what? I, I think you you really missed a big opportunity this year. You may not get that opportunity again. Um, you blew it, really. You re- we blew it. Arsenal blew it. Let's mm-hmm. not get have it right. You know, let's have it right. We blew it. But I think you guys possibly blew it even more than we did because when you were five points behind Leicester. You had a great chance of uh, I know winning that league and that, that you know drawing a West Brom, you know, it, you know two nil up against two yeah, one no, up against we, us. We don't have to relive this. Everyone knows. We've all been alive in the last two. I weeks. won't say nothing else about. Spurs, I've, I've enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Flav. Were you going to say something there? Right? Oh, that's it. That's it. I mean, we, we've, we've, we've. Is we've, that the first half? Yeah, that is the first half, and uh, um, yeah, we've got a little message now based on what we've been doing and what you can see on Bull Streets. Uh, YouTube channel and whatnot, but I just remember how difficult it is sitting next to Robbie talking about footballs. <laughs> it's horrible. All right, that's it. First half done. Visit and subscribe to the Bull Street YouTube channel. This week we say goodbye to the Bowling with West Ham Fan TV. We travel to Leicester to join Vardy's party, and I spent the week in Amsterdam. Plus, we have a weekly show called The Social Club, reacting to all the weekend's talking points. Go to youtube.com forward slash Bull Street. Welcome to part two of the uh, Ball Street podcast. Uh, I'm Matt, the captain of Ball Street. Um, it's a new new term I've just given myself, new name I've just given myself. And I'm joined by a couple of squad members here. <laughs> I'm a midfield dynamo. <laughs> and Robbie, who is a... I think I'm in goal. In goal. <laughs> in goal. The goal. The goal. The goal. I like that. Um, so look, the, the first half, obviously, we've spoken about things on the pitch. Uh, the second half, we're going to talk about things off the pitch. Uh, because as well as the uh, the videos that you that you see on Arsenal Fan TV or you know on, on YouTube or Facebook or their Instagram, um, there's a lot of work that goes into that behind the scenes. And there's a guy who uh, ultimately started this thing in his own time uh, and has put in a lot of work to to get to where it's got to. Um, and a lot of times people don't see that. And, and at Ball Street, that's what we are, isn't it? Really, mm. um, we're a, a collection of <laughs> of, of, of media uh, fan media. Channels and yeah. I'm I, I don't class as uh, fighting cock as a fan channel. I, I, I we're very much just uh, a podcast and a fanzine and, and a movement. But it's different for Robbie because he, he he does video and it's it's um 
it, it's not the same. So you kind of open to different problems than, than we are on the fighting cock. But it's a, it's a fascinating experience uh, talking to you about Arsenal Fan TV because I had this idea about what Arsenal Fan TV was and who you were. Mm. Um, and, and they're very different from Wanker. <laughs> I mean, Wanker did probably come into my head a couple of times. It probably did. But I think that about most Arsenal fans, I mean. So, um, no, it wasn't that, Robbie. It was just, I was a little bit, I'd been concerned. And part of the reason why Spurs, I, I wasn't willing to do it for Spurs because I was a bit worried about the, the way I'd make the club look. And I think a lot of people were a little bit concerned. I think some Arsenal fans would be concerned about how. The people that you have on your your channel mm. make the club look. Some of the people, I guess. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Not all of them at all. Uh, some, 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 the the old guy who did that rant. He he was quality. You know, there are so you mm. get people on talk, but it, because you're giving everybody a chance to uh, f- an equal platform to, to to vent their frustrations or talk about how happy they are about a result or whatnot. I guess you're open to embarrassing the club in inverted commas. Mm. But <laughs> how, how did you how did you deal? Deal with that. How do you deal with that question? Because the the first thing I'd say, Arsenal Fan TV is about honesty. All right, so it's an honest channel. So you know, if you if you travel up to um, Stoke and you know you've had a horrible result and you've got beaten, what do you do? Do you hide all that? Do any fan that comes on who says um, that they're very unhappy with the result and the performance, do you edit that all out? Because that's probably maybe what the official Arsenal would do yeah. but that's not what Arsenal Fan TV is about Arsenal Fan TV is about honesty um, it's about um, giving everybody a say because back in the you know when I, when, when I used to look at um, a lot of the media outlets you know you, you've got these so-called pundits and these ex-players who never say a bad thing about a player that they know I mean it'd be like me I'm not going to say something bad about Matt because I know Matt even if even if it, Matt's done something really badly. I'm going to try and put it across in a way that it doesn't come across that badly. Mm. So it's the same with ex-players. And then even podcasts, and I'm not going to say in your podcast, I've heard your podcast and I know it's a very honest one, but there's many other podcasts and things like that. I found they're very clicky. Robbie, do you know what? You know, very I'm... clicky is if you're not got 60,000 followers on Twitter or I'm being you're honest. not in the in crowd you're not a part of it Robbie I'm being honest actually we are a bit like that the fighting cock we're a bit cliquey but um, I mean there's a reason the difference being is that what, what you're doing is you're, you're holding the camera up and you're giving an opportunity a platform with a podcast of our length which is an hour and a half we need to make sure that the people you're getting on can hold a conversation can yeah. uh, are comfortable being it's long form it is long form yeah, it's long and form. it's one take I guess yeah absolutely that. whereas mm. they can go hang on that video that didn't work mm. let's There's, just not yeah. let, let, let's, let's not put this well, up we, we, we don't choice. really I mean like with, with our videos all our videos that we do like especially match day they are one take as well we don't stop it and then say to someone alright actually you know, um, we, we, we're responsible with our videos. We wouldn't put out certain things that we, you know, there's been certain things that have sometimes, you know, been said and that, that give, we've, give, we've deemed. Give us an example. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't, oh. it, doesn't name, it doesn't even have to be this week. No. Uh, we had one the other day where the guy said he wanted to shoot the manager. I mean, I thought that was way out of hand, way over the Shooting. line. Um, so, <laughs> you know, so, you know, so, you know, we're very responsible um, in that way, but we're a true reflection of what, at the moment, for instance, at Arsenal, it's quite a split fan base. There's some fans that want Arsenal Wenger gone. Mm. There's other fans that they don't want Wenger gone. They, 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 you know, 
if you watch Arsenal fan TV, it reflects that. You'll see videos from from fans that, you know, like at the weekend when we just had it, there was, a, for instance, a fan on there who said, you know what, I've been going since 1969, and I remember the days when I used to go to Arsenal. He goes, and yeah, we used to win games 1-0, but he goes, I used to come out with my missus after the game and say, this was boring. <laughs> you know, so he's going, he's, he's talking to fans and saying, be careful what you wish for. You know, then there's another fan that we interviewed straight after him who was like, you know what, I think Arsene Wenger needs to go. We're, we're giving everybody to have um, a chance and to have their opinions. And I think, platform, you know, yeah. it's, a, it's a fair platform. It's an honest platform, unlike anything you get in established media, mm. you know. And some, what makes me laugh sometimes, we even get criticised. Uh, I think it was the Hawksby and Jacobs show and Andy Jacobs on there having a go at Arsenal fan TV for having some fans on there that ranted. And I was like, talk sport. You, you tell people to ring in after the game and give us your opinion. And you know, and they want people yeah. to rant. Well, I'm ranting sake. Well, I, yeah, I worked at um, talk sport for 10 years and it is a platform. It's the original user-generated content. It's a platform for discussion. And, and when a team's losing... That's when you tend to get more calls about that team than when they're winning. But if if it's in the middle of the road, people don't care. And it's if you've got a season where you're up and we should we're going to win the league, and then it doesn't happen, people are emotional, and and all you are is a platform the same way there. So I think it's quite mm. odd that they'd they'd say that in that way, especially when Adrian Durham crying out loud, and Adrian's a friend of mine, but he. He used to have a thing called the Daily Arsenal, and he is the chief no, protagonist. Daily that, Arsenal, I think. <laughs> yeah, but that's what his role is: is to is to say things that mm. that, that make people feel emotional and actually call in, um, like the Jamie Carragher once doing that because because Adrian was uh, mm. you know was, was having a pop at him. But you're not doing that. You're not actually going out there and, no. and trying to wind people up in order to get an opinion. All you are is a barometer. It is a platform for people to come out when they're happy. I'm guessing. They're really happy, and, and you know, like what happens in life, some people get overly carried away and overly excited. And equally, when there's a bad day, some people take that a little bit mm. far, don't they? Yeah, I mean, I, I think what's 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 important about it is, is the fact that genuine fans are, are getting an opinion, and and that opinion is getting out to a wider audience because, mm. like like we've spoken about before, and you know, Paul from Redmond from Redmond TV talks so about Savage being a pundit that most people are not interested in, unless maybe you're a Leicester fan because there's that connection there. But what you get on fan media is, is authentic opinion. Yeah. Um, I've been going to Spurs, I was four years old in my first game. If, I know about my football club. I know more than Robbie Savage does about my football club. Equally, you know more about probably even ex-Arsenal players do than, uh, than yeah. you know, because... Yeah, you, because how I, long have you been going, Robbie? You know, well, I've been going since the 80s. So... You know, there's players that they played for Arsenal, but they've never been back since, or they go every yeah. now and again. Igor Stepanovs. There's a great one getting back to talks, but we've uh, Mike Powery wasn't there where um, Ped from our Everton channel, yeah. uh, Toffee TV. Wasn't he on Talksport? And yeah, he, right, yeah, yeah. he said, yeah, he said I've, ne- "I've never seen you at, um, uh, at Goodison." Yeah, you know. Mm. So, so yeah, and, and, that, and that's the thing. And the week after that, Mike Parry didn't even know who um, Everton had played that weekend, right? You know, and he's on the radio talking about football. So, <laughs> I, I think you know what? Me, the, the social media has really changed how sport is. I mean, we could never have existed ten years ago. Um, certain podcasts weren't as big, mm. you know. Now with the advances in in social media, technology, and, and technology, 
um, that you know we can upload videos quicker than ever before. Um, you know, once upon a time, it could only be a major media company which would have the money to be able to upload. You'd need experts, sort of you'd yeah. need loads and, of kit, you need a studio. Yeah, and, you know, we've used lots of little different techniques and I call it sort of... Uh, I iPhones. Call it, I call it <laughs> iPhones. I call it guerrilla tactics, what we use, basically, to film and to get videos up quickly and, to, you know, and it's, it's, it's really worked for us. Um, and, and that is what is beautiful, I think, about the world today in that people's choices um, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, you know, even f- five years ago, I'm guessing, really, uh, they were limited to what was available, really, at the newsstand or, or on your set-top box or your, mm-hmm. you know, your TV or your, your radio dial. It was limited to those options, but technology, mm-hmm. uh, social media, some of these macro trends have really evolved what's possible. Now people can organise around... Uh, around their areas of of passion, be it Arsenal, mm. be it Spurs, be it Huddersfield, West Ham, be it FIFA gaming or whatever. So now people have been able to build these these big audiences of people. And, and actually, what I love about it is that they're not there for the money. That some mm. of them, you know, like you talk about people like KSI in that space and uh, in YouTube space, who who gets paid. You know, he's driving around in a Lambo at twenty years old and he's getting you know loads of money for it because he's got ten million subscribers on his YouTube channel. Um, so people can make money out of it, but they didn't start doing this for for money. You look at traditional media, Thierry Henry's £5 million a year to be on Sky. You know, a lot of these guys, they paid a lot of money to go and to be on TV, etc. Are they there for, for the money or are they there for a love? And, and that's why when I look at any stick that someone like you get, Rob, or, you know, or, or, or anyone in this space, really, that's a genuine fan that's, that's built that thing around their passions... They're not there for the money. They're there for the love. And, and, and so it's a natural audience that's being built. Do you know what the criticism for me about the stick is? I, I, don't, I don't mind it. I don't, <laughs> I, I'd quite like it as well. To me. Mm. Look, if you're putting your head above the parapet, yeah, you're willing to, for people to take shots at it because that's what we are as human beings. People don't like other people putting the head above the parapet and doing well and okay. doing well no that, that's I'm true a, as well. I'm, I mean I don't agree with you on, on much but I agree with you on that we're, I really do Robbie I mean we're, we're different because I if I had my way no one would ever have seen my face and, and I'd mm. carry on doing it and I'm not surprised <laughs> that you'd feel that way I'm, I am, I'm quite pretty so I'm not sure about that but anyway we started off doing the podcast with black bars across our eyes all right? the pictures yeah because we didn't want people to know and we just thought this podcast is you're going to do a podcast one each week we'll have a few beers talk about Spurs that'll be it and then because it, it, it blew up it, it went well and whatnot. Mm. now my mug's on camera for Ball Street that's, yeah. that's fine I don't mind I don't mind that because I made a choice to put, put myself forward and, 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 and do that um, and actually quite like the trolling now like my favourite thing <laughs> for doing the Bull Street videos is, oh, is looking for the troll comments underneath. <laughs> the, for I've the got troll a brilliant comment. one who Arsenal fan is called is called Americans are terrorists. Right, that and he's oh, that, that's his <laughs> that's his username. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that, yeah, that tells you something what, about what, him. What does he say then? I can't. What do you mean to say? Uh, he, Why he not? Said, he, well, he, uh, uh, did, well, he just caused me to see bomb quite a lot. Okay. Um, he just you know why well, don't Robbie beat me up? Uh, but, but why does Robbie beat you? Why don't, why don't Robbie just smash you to pieces? I don't know. <laughs> oh, and uh, yeah, that's a good show. I love the one yeah. that James got. <laughs> yeah, James, who also works at Bull Street. Have a look on these. The one with the glasses. Uh, who's who is this Specky Bellend 
giving his opinion. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Uh, Robbie, uh, how do you deal with some of the uh, abuse? You know what? I, I, I'm a bit like you on that in that it doesn't bother me. Mm. Um, I've got quite thick skin. Uh, I've just learned over the you know over the period of doing this that you know that there are some people who are just trying to wind you up. Mm. So you know, just ignore them. Basically, mm. you know but it's not I mean? easy to do. It's not easy, but um, I've sort of you know there's a thing called mute button, for instance, on on, on Twitter. Um, there's also one on on YouTube where you can you know you press that. Basically, they're there, you know, chattering away, and none of their stuff they think is being shown on on the channel, but it's not. Mm. So you know, you just get there are some you know some of them. If if you start engaging and getting into it with some people, it just spirals out of control. So you you do have to have a um, you know self control on that. Can I ask you then, Rob? Because you know I look at your channel now. Couple hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube, probably approaching that kind of thing on Facebook. I've seen you getting mentioned um, on Match of the Day, on BT Sport, Piers Morgan, all these people kind of know mm. about you, and obviously it's nasty link. But what, it obviously wasn't always like that. Like, no. what inspired you to do it? And what was that first day like? Well, what inspired me to do it? I was basically, I've got a friend um, who does a boxing channel called um, iFilm, um, called Coogan Cassius, and he's the he, um, he's Arsenal fan as well, and he's the boxing channel. I went with him a few times when he's doing that to help him out, and I always just say to him, Coogan, this is work wicked for for football, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's, you know, um, and then I just decided that you know I'm going to try and start this off, um, and literally. You know what? I didn't know nothing about cameras. I didn't know nothing about editing, uploading. I linked up with a mate of mine who'd done some stuff for me previously when I was doing the music business. He'd done a website for me, Tao. And we just took it from there. And we we kind of learnt most of this as we've gone along. So t- um, just tell me about you. Do you remember your first, the first guy that you, uh, you went to? And were you like... All right, mate. Um, yeah, I'm Arsenal fan TV. Oh, we like. Uh, excuse me. Uh, have you got a second? Would you mind? Like, what yeah, was that it like? was more like the second one. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so we used to go. I remember we used to go up to people. We used to say, you know, do you want to say something about the game? Um, and I'd say fifty percent of them would tell us to get lost. Mm. They'd be like, oh, no, I don't. Who are you lot? <laughs> what, you, what, you BBC? You, uh, no, we also found it. Ooh, I'll go do one. So, okay. <laughs> but we kind of, right from the beginning, I kind of worked off the um, law of averages. So I said to myself, you know, what, there's 60,000 people going to this ground, right? I must be able to get at least 10 to say something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we started doing that. And, you know, as you go along, I think what happens is as you start to build it up, mm. um, you start to get the respect of certain fans they used to see us at all the games as well. So I think people started to, yeah, actually, these guys, they're not just like turning up every now and again and nassling us. They're actually at every game. They're proper fans. And then people started to talk more and it just went from strength to strength. And now, like, we have, like, people queuing up to talk, which every time uh, me and Tao was looking at each other and saying, this is mad because we do remember those days when... You know, you have to run after people to mm. to try and get them to talk. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been crazy. It's um, I just like to say as well at that point because um, I, I get this question um, a bit, and it's like, oh, how do I get involved in this area? And, and I had that when I was at Talksport. Um, 
and before it was, yeah, send us your CV and, and do so and so. And the world's changed now. I think that people have got to, people can do it yourself. You don't need an internship. You don't need a job. You don't need a, a crack in the door. What you need is a couple of things that you've mentioned there. One, you need to be brave enough to try something. So yeah. you need to see an opportunity or see an area that you're passionate about and you think, I'm going to do it. You need to be brave enough to do it. But the other thing, it's consistency, isn't it? It's actually turn up and doing it. And, and I love that because yeah. if you're going to build anything in this world, and you can, you might be listening to this now, you might have seen Robbie's tweet about it or Flav's tweet about it or our tweet about it. You could be sitting there now and thinking, oh, I'd like to do it. You can. You, all you need to do is start to do it, you know. And actually, we're the kind of company that can help you with that kind of stuff as well. And I yeah. think mm. more of that stuff will come out. But mm. uh, but I love that, Rob. Because so, consistency, as you mentioned, that is so important. So and, important. And what else would you say? Because you've both, you know, you both done amazing um, in terms of being consistent. And, and I, no offence, Flav, but doing a one audio a week. Mm. I know you've got to get everyone together. That's not quite as difficult as a bundle of videos well, that are home and away. But what would you both say is another vital ingredient for, for people out there it, you know, in a, in, to build something like, like what you guys have built? Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Um, it, a lot, there was a lot of luck. With, with the fighting cock, I had to get... I, we, we, we got involved at the right time. We had to... Um, we had to. What we realised, basically, there was a Spurs show, and there was there was and there was nothing else. And the Spurs show wasn't a very passionate Is that podcast. That comedian, yeah, uh, what's look, it called? they're nice guys. Yeah. So I don't want to state them off. Phil Cornwell, uh, Mike Lee, they've done a great job to build their podcast, and probably is still bigger than the Fighting Cock. I don't know what their download are, but it, it, it doesn't matter. The fact is, yeah. we have our audience. Some of it crosses over. Yeah. But I think what people resonated, what resonated with people at, at the Fighting Cock was passion, because. They could tell that we were passionate about a football club and, and, and we would use that passion to help improve or the experience of going to Tottenham. So that might be by doing the 1882 movement, which is right. about improving our atmosphere. It may be that we are offer the only printed fanzine at, at Tottenham. Right. So giving some so, of those things back. So, um, you did these, so, so you started the 1882 yeah. Do you want to just maybe tell, give, give people a quick press? Yeah, the 1882 movement is uh, a group. It's, it's just an umbrella for like-minded fans to come together at the game. We pick a, a tie like the Europa League tie that we know wouldn't sell out. It was cheaper, so we could get younger fans who were interested in doing this to come together and sing. And, and as well as that, was it just like first team games, or do you did some youth stuff as so well? So we started. Our first one was the under 16s FA Cup, FA Youth Cup at Charlton midweek. We got. 250 people to get the train down together to uh, to that was the mind the gap season actually to down down to Charlton because <laughs> we were singing it then uh, down to Charlton and and to follow the kids and so the the kids came out onto the pitch they looked to the right to where they'd placed us because yeah. we called up Charlton we said look we're coming and we've got a drum <laughs> and we've got and we've got flags right and so if if you you got to be prepared for us not because we're going to come and, and smash anyone up or anything like that but it's just we're coming to make noise and that isn't what normally happens at youth games yeah just your average youth game um, and, and we did and 250 of us turned up and the players came out right and they looked over to us and they were like fuck do you know what I mean what, so these are just 15 year old 16 year old kids do you know how young 15 is like, it's, yeah. you don't realise it when they're on the football pitch when you talk about Rain Rooney at 16 that wow. is young yeah, so when they come out and they're looking at us after the game we did it at Arsenal as well, which is a better example, actually. But right. that, that Charlton one went really well. That was the first one. That was the first one. And then we went over to Charlton, 
uh, sorry, Arsenal for Underhill, right? And under 21s uh, versus your lot. And, uh, and we took 1,300. 1,300 fans. And the, the players, we managed to win 1 0. Bentaleb scored. But the players afterwards came over and we sung together. The players and the fans sung together. Not because it looked good for TV cameras, there weren't any. Yeah. It was a moment between the fan and the player and it was, it was, it was special and I remember it forever because they started chanting and we were chanting them with them and like, it didn't matter that it weren't Gareth Bale. It mattered because they had a Spurs shirt on. Yeah. And that, it's that kind of passion or, or that idealism that yeah. we, tried to, we tried to pump into everything the Fighting Cock does and I think that's probably why we've done right. I love Spurs. that because if you lead a lot of time you know, people will follow if you actually make the effort to kind of make something happen and say we're going to do this mm. there's a lot of people out there that will, that will kind of rally behind that um, that's beautiful I would say that I, I don't class myself as a leader please don't punch me when you see them while I'm late <laughs> I, say that. I definitely don't I'm just no they punch me instead <laughs> yeah, definitely got a good chance of that um, so what um uh, and what about you Robert is there any other things that you think are, are vital or I think hard work is vital hard work you know I mean some of the hours we put in um, people just don't they don't get it I mean I, I, um, we for instance even now um, people you know the, the, the game at the weekend Manchester City uh, 4 o'clock kickoff. I mean I ain't getting to about 2 o'clock in the morning tell me you know? tell me well tell tell, uh, tell everyone listening about like, what a typical match day uh, consists of for you what home or away um, <laughs> I mean, a typical match day. You know, I mean, we get there, um, say, three, four hours before the game normally. Yeah. Um, to try and do lots of build-up stuff. Um, we also also want to make sure we're there early to you know get get everything ready, know where we're going to film, etc. Um, but our real work really starts after the game. You know, obviously we've got to film all the videos. Once we finished um, filming all those videos, we then got to go upload. Um, sorry, edit and upload those video, which we normally do sat in a car, really? or sometimes maybe in home games in the bar. I love um, that though. And then after that, we get all the videos yeah. uploaded, titled, everything like that. When everybody's in the pub after the game, having a drink, or they've gone home, and you're working. Hearing, we're still working. We're still working. And doesn't, doesn't that make you want? Does it spoil your experience a bit of following Arsenal? Y- you know what? Um, it, it doesn't know. It doesn't because of the because of the satisfaction I get from the end of it. Yeah. Um. I used to at first things I was like, oh, it would have been nice. So, you know, I see all the people sometimes, but sometimes there's a pub called uh, the Tolliton, um, where we go in a lot after home games. Um. Sometimes we'll be in there editing, and you see people in there having a drink and a laugh, and you think, oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. But you can't. You can't really do that because. There's people tweeting and texting you saying, "Where's the videos? Yeah. Come on!" Because a lot of people think you're, uh, you know, they they think you're like Sky. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's going to be instantly up. They don't understand the whole process of doing it. That it does take. We have to edit it. We have to, you know, put all the thumbnails, thumbnails to it. Everything like that that comes with it. You know, and it's just it's two of us. I've- you know. So it's a lot of hard work. You've got to be prepared to do that if you're going to make it successful. And what I love about that is you're providing a service to people which you're not paid to do. Um, there's not that much cash in it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not like this is your job. People think, you know, some of the things are the comments you see sometimes, people, are oh, you, uh, the club buy all your tickets. I'm like, you know, even if they bought one of my tickets, I'd be happy. <laughs> we, buy, we buy all our own tickets. We pay for all our own transport. We buy it. Our own food, we, you know, what I mean, nothing is paid for for on yeah. Arsenal fan TV by the club. It's, it's ridiculous when you see stuff like that, you know. Um, 
it's it's you know you've got to put the work in you really do and when, when you've got um, and, and I think that's an interesting thing as well because you do see people they assume that there's a lot behind it they assume it's like a sky where they expect a certain quality but but that's what I, I love about it is that it's you're editing it in a car mm, yeah. you know this was done around your job uh, this is built on on hard work and mm. persistency yeah. and stuff yeah. like that I'm starting I mean, to sound like, like uh, it's only so consistency do you know what this when Arsenal win it makes me happy that you and Tao are having to work and sit in that car. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I get as well, Rob? You give this stuff away for free, yeah? yeah. You, you, people don't pay for it, and it brings a lot of joy to Spurs, Arsenal, Chelsea, West Ham. You know, it brings mm. joy everywhere, pretty much. Um, but what I like is when someone... We get tweets, like, if the, the podcast is out loud and late, where the fuck's my free podcast? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we get that. We're like, where are my videos? Yeah, what are you <laughs> like, oh, where's the videos at? What, you're like, yeah, listen. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, calm down. Yeah? No, we, 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 we get stuff like that all the time. But, you know, listen, uh, what I, I kind of love the fact that we've grown generically. Mm. That, you know, we've, we've done it from the bottom up. We've done it from scratch. So I kind of look on Arsenal Fan TV. And I even look at, like, all the sort of channels that are sort of in the, in the Ball Street Network. And I kind of look on them and think, you know what, we're like a Leicester. Mm. We mm. really are. It's like, there's a lot of skill involved. There's a lot of hard work, a lot of organisation, you know, and we've kind of taken on the big boys, you know what yeah. I mean, and winning. And I really look at that Leicester thing, I think, yeah, it does have a lot of parallels yeah. to us because, you know, it, it means that you don't have to spend millions and millions to be good. Mm. You don't have to, you know, you can still compete at the same level, um, Without all that investment, but if you've got a hardware application, you've got if you're passionate, mm. if you work as a team, you all work for each other, you can achieve great things. So that's what I really think. I, I think so too. And I, I was going to say this when I was talking about KSI earlier, but I think I lost my point. I think it's about authenticity as well, you mm. know. And I think it's about you're an Arsenal fan, you go to every game, so you have a you have a an, an honest relationship yeah. with your with with, with everyone yeah. that watches it, yeah, and, and I think that all football fans, regardless of their opinion on Arsenal, I think that a lot of them, a, I'd, I'd say that your Arsenal fan TV, and you are more famous than a lot of big companies out there that have got a you know the expensive funded YouTube channel so to speak mm. uh, I'd say you're more famous with football fans and I'd say you've probably got more respect because you go every game and you turn up and come win lose draw yeah we do exactly yeah, that's true and yeah even on that KSI thing I mean I've met him quite a few times and and, and spoken to him and, and you know the amount of hard work that guy puts in people don't see they just see the 11 million or 12 million subscribers that he has they don't realise how hard that guy works even now when he could probably take his foot off the, the gas a bit and relax a bit and he's not his work ethic is still there and that's what I'm saying in this space I feel that if you're going to be successful you have to work hard you have to be if, if somebody's uh, listening to the Fighting Cock podcast and they really love it and then next week it's not on and then the week after it's not on because you couldn't be bothered might yeah. give up then they, they, you, it's like you've let them down isn't it yeah of course you, know? you have so, to a certain extent because you, we, we say you're giving a podcast away for free but actually not you're taking up their time mm. um, and if you're not giving them something back that's going to be worth them listening to or, or, or watching then um, you're not doing them any favours not doing yourself any favours you know you put the work mm. in you try and understand what mm. your audience wants and um, mm. 
you take it from there. And it's, I'll just say what sort of one line. I know you guys are drawing down, but one of my dreams, sort of like with this network, um, and being part of this was really, um, really great. And being part of this, I'd love to see this for like all clubs, yeah. where every club has got their own, whether it's podcast, whether it's fan channel, you know, and it doesn't matter what club, whether it be Huddersfield, whether it be Orient, you know. Because it doesn't have to be a club that's got millions and millions of followers. It's not. Yeah. It's not just about having, <clears throat> excuse me, millions of followers. You know, it's it's about your club. It's about the passion that you have yeah. for that club. And I'd really love to see more, more and more of these sort of. You know, if we're inspiring that, and I've met a few um, people who are doing fan channels, and they said, Robbie, you know what, your channel inspired us to do that. You don't know how good that makes me feel yeah. when people say that. You know, that's that's like that is like. It is, and, and you know, we've got a real kind of uh, one for all, all for one uh, attitude here. No one, it's not paid presenters, um, it's not funded where you know it's, it really is people kind of working together and people that are good at Twitter uh, helping those with a YouTube channel do their Twitter better and, and stuff like that. And um, I can't think of anything as a Huddersfield fan who can't really get up there that often, um, you know, did for many years. And I, I started watching Huddersfield at seven. And, an old man now um, but to actually have that Huddersfield Fan TV look there'd be a lot of idiots on Huddersfield Fan TV let me tell you a lot of idiots because you get some bizarre stuff And but it would be amazing to just be able to have that connection with mm. a club because all you get is a Huddersfield fan you might get the odd rehash of the same article you get the results you might get some news oh manager's been sacked uh, they've signed a player or they've sold a player there's no insight mm. you know as a as Spurs and, and, and Arsenal you kind of do get a lot of um uh, of insight you have a lot of options they're talking about your match of the day you're in all the papers every single day yeah. you don't get that as a Huddersfield mm, fan mm. but what you guys provide is a real honest fans perception which I think is beautiful and, and mm. I'd love to have anything for us and, and certainly yeah. that and, and again that's feedback that we get all the time from fans up and down the country they're like you know we feel like we're part of Arsenal because we see you know, we see you guys at the games. We see, like, you interviewing fans directly after the games. We see sometimes you showing fans celebrating a goal. You know, you can watch a game on TV and you'll mm. see all the goals and everything, but you don't even see your away fans, say, for instance, at the game. You don't really see what they said. Yeah. They've muted down the singing on... The, you know what I mean? So yeah. we get to show a part that you don't often get to see. And we keep the conversation going even when the match is finished. Absolutely. And that, that goes for bullshit. Generally, everything you see is going to be authentic and make content for fans. So, mm. you know. We still ain't Tottenham, though. That's the <laughs> no, it yeah. wouldn't be right. Hey, it wouldn't be right if we didn't. <laughs> Thank you for observing mutual respect here. And uh, he's doing that. I think it's been good. Flav, who have we got um, on next week? Have we got anyone lined up for next week? Um, yes. We should get Nikki on from West Ham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's get Nikki. Uh, yeah, why not? Nikki would be fantastic. Nicky. I love Nikki. You yeah. know. No, he's an Arsenal fan. Uh, no, he's a West Ham fan. But uh, yeah, I've got a massive love for Nick. So maybe it will be Nicky from West Ham Fan TV. We've got plenty of influential fans, genuine fans that we can speak to to give yeah. us uh, an insight. So yeah, it could be Nicky. I think I think so. So look, if you uh, if you've been listening today, you um, uh, subscribe to us on I. iTunes. iTunes. Just oh, the long... iTunes on so podcast on iTunes. Yeah, it's podcast. Is it on Android? No, are we on? Uh, yeah. We don't even know. You can download it. It's on all... SoundCloud. Pod, pods, yeah. yeah pod, podcasts. You, you told me you're taking care of this. Well, you have got a clue. Don't clue. I mean, you have the technical aspect to it all. Oh, but I've you won't be able to get the... 
do a podcast he said I've, I I'm, create the magic I'm not the machine I'm the, ma- the magic <laughs> the magic man yeah okay. do you know what I mean you're asking me to be the machine it's hard oh, it's hard it is and the magic <laughs> and the magic of course it is but, uh, but so yeah so check us out on, on that look if you've got any uh, we'd love a bit of feedback let us know if you like this uh, let us know you'd you'd kind of want us to maybe get on here in the future yeah um, if you could um uh, what else can they do? I mean, follow us it? on. Well, no, I mean, look, there's. Uh, you'd have heard at halftime. Did uh, you'll have heard me talking about uh, our YouTube channel. If you don't already know, have a look. Some amazing content goes on there each week. Uh, you follow us on Twitter at Ball Street, um, and, and and remember to subscribe on iTunes as soon as you can. Um, leave reviews. That's quite important. Yeah. Getting us up charts and whether or not yeah. we're new and noteworthy. Check out as well. Obviously, Arsenal Fan TV um, on. Start on everything. Check what's on the name. Check on, on everything apart from the podcast stuff that you guys just mentioned. But right. yeah, on everything. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Um, we're on all those platforms, and also you check out our brand new channel, Man Like Robbie, where we talk about other things apart from Arsenal. And we're doing a lot of stuff to do with the Euros, actually. Yeah. Um, so looking forward to the Euros. Robbie, um, is it a gang sign? That you're throwing up. This is what people. It's want not to know. a gang sign. It's actually an R. All oh, right, right, right. You I know, know, I know. I know. The, the being, gang, the gang stuff's behind me. I'm being. Uh, <laughs> being <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for downloading once again. This has been the Long Ball Street. Thank you so much, Robbie, for thank taking you. time out of your busy Pleasure. day to speak to us. <laughs> Cheers, Matt. <laughs> Cheers, lads. There's a team that adhere to its followers The colours are bright blue and white They're a team of renown and they're the talk of the town The game of football is their delight And all the while upon the field of play Thousands gladly cheered them on their way And often you could hear them say Who can be the town today? And then the bells shall ring so merrily and every goal shall be a memory sit down play and bring that cup back to Huddersfield feel sit down play and bring that cup back to her Come on, Sam. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 